0: Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Mesechdis Erevin, Perik Yud, Mishnah Yud Beis, and Yud Gimel. And we are going to be discussing various rabbinic ordinances, various Durabanons, which were waived for the uh, Mishkan, but not waived in the rest of the country. And when we say we'dine, we mean anywhere outside the Mishkan. The way in which they would construct wooden cabinets back then was they'd have the cabinet and then it'd act almost similar to what some cabinets have nowadays is you have a door and the way the door stayed on was instead of hinges that were separate they would put a peg in, above the door and below the door and they would that peg would then be inserted into holes which were above and below in the cabinet where the door was and then they'd open and close the door and those pegs would turn uh, in those holes. Well, what happens if those pegs get loose? So Cesar Mishnah that if the bottom peg becomes loose, or, excuse me, falls out, you're allowed to still return it to the hole, falls out of the hole, you're still allowed to return the, the door with the peg back to the, its original hole in the temple, but not in the rest of the country. And the reason for that is as follows. That if the bottom peg comes out, the door is not going to fall off, so it's not, it doesn't even look like you're building, you're not building anything, you're just kind of pushing it back into place. Whereas if in the rest of the country, we still subject it to a rabbinic decree because it looks like you're fixing, and it looks like almost like it's a mock of a However in the in the Mikdash we're not we don't have this concern. Value on however if, it's, if if the top one the upper one fell out so if the upper one fell out that means the door is going to pretty much fall off and therefore returning it brings us to uh, almost a biblical category of building a cabin of 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 bona and therefore we even forbid it in the Mikdash. Judah Homer Halil Mikdash leaning and says no in the Mikdash one in fact is allowed to um He's allowed to even replace it, replace it, push the top peg back into place because we're talking about a freestanding structure. It ain't been the steer of a Caleb. If that's true, so then if the upper one you can fix the mikdash, so then the rest of the country and the rest of the world, out to the mikdash, you can even fix the bottom one. Now we're going to get to Mishnah. You give one we're more, more Malachas. One can put a dressing back on Tawun in the mix of mikdash. Meaning to say as follows that the Kohen. Was not allowed to have an imposition a chitzitza between his hands and whatever he might have been doing in, the, in whatever service in the temple avodah he was doing. So we require him to remove any bandage he has on his hand, But we're concerned if he removes his band if he knows he has to remove his bandage and he can't put it back on. So then he's not going to want to remove the bandage and the, and therefore we say. That a Cohen is allowed to put the dressing back on the bandage back on his wound in the base of migdash Now, what's the problem with applying a bandage? So it's rabbinically it's rabbinically pro- prohibited because oftentimes you put a bandage on, you end up smearing with ointment, and that smearing is uh, a malach of smoothing and morach, and therefore that's not allowed. But the Cohen, um, but the Cohen will be careful, and therefore we wa- we waive the rabbinic decree of putting on the bandage. Um, lest again he 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 won't want to remove it in the first place. In material kavikon usher. However, if the Kohen never had a bandage on, and then now after the subsequent of the Avoda he wants to put one on, so we say you're not allowed to do that. Not here, not anywhere else. Kosher Dush. Let's say you are playing your uh, your your violin in the bais Dush, playing with the beautiful Avoda, the levim are playing, and uh, a string snaps. So you're allowed to tie the two ends of the strings back together, provided that you don't make a Kesha shakayama a permanent knot. I will love Medina, but you can't do that in the Medina. The rest of the country, because the, uh, we're concerned you're going to make it permanent. Not in the Mikdash, we don't have, we, we waive that concern in order to allow you to continue to play. In terms comment on awesome. what if you, uh, your string snaps and Arab different Shabbos? Excuse me, comes Shabbos, you're like, okay, let's play. Oh wait, I have to put a string on, so now it's too late because you didn't do so originally. Now you might be thinking, well, man, how could you play music on Shabbos? So actually, it actually happens to be that. That, in general, playing music, the issue is only a durbanan and and again, we take it very stringently, but it's only it is a durbanan, lest you come to fix the instrument, which and that could be a real in mana real. Uh, lastly,nyama Mi, if an animal has a wart, so that constitutes a mum, a blemish, and the animal is not uh, able to be brought as a sacrifice. One is allowed to remove the warp using one's hand. In, in the in the mikdash, I love but not if they're in the rest of the country. Um, but they're not allowed to do so with a kli. Why? Again, why can't you remove it with your hand in the rest of the country? The concern is because you might then come to use a knife, and that itself you might be under the melach of shearing of of shearing the wool off. Therefore, we don't allow it to do it in the rest of the country, but we allow you to do it in the mikdash. In the kli, kamikan usher. But using a kli, whether you're in the mikdash or you're in the co- rest of the country, it's going to be usher. I wish you all a wonderful day.